Listeners, grab a friend, grab a loved one, hold hands, turn them upside down, for this is episode 69. Oh, are you excited, listeners? Are you excited? Today, I have a darling treat of an episode, and it starts off with uh, one of your favourite hosts, Lucas Kirkby, playing a little trick on the other one. Uh, He thought it'd be a funny little prank to uh, forget his microphone, so we've got to figure out a way to get around that. Otherwise, I am gleefully excited to introduce this episode. If you're enjoying the pod, why not leave us a review? Rate us five stars on iTunes and Spotify. If you'd like to see the Pottervision boys on tour, you can go to pottervision.com for a full list of tour dates. And if you'd like to support the Pottervision boys... Why? Look no further than going to patreon.com forward slash pottervision, where you can gain exclusive access to a whole host of goodies, exclusive episodes, key rings, mad stuff. But most importantly, you can rest easy knowing you're making our lives that little bit better. Anyway, must I go on? Here is episode 69. Hello, 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 and welcome to Pottervision, the podcast where every seven days, myself, Lucas Kirby, and this man nourishing himself, Tom Laurinson, we look at a chapter of the Harry Potter books, and we discuss them over a lovely plate of mac, chicken and cheese. This week, we're on episode 69, if you don't mind me saying. (laughs) It's book four, chapter 12. The Tri-Wizard Tournament. Mm. Tom, I'm yeah. facing upwards, you're facing downwards. How's your dinner? It's good. It's good. You see, Lucas, I, unlike you, I don't have a minute to myself in the day. Yeah. I don't, I don't have a moment. I'm you don't? always always doing something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're all, like, driving around doing go-karts. Like, <laughs> yeah. Playing, playing paintball. I don't find a minute to myself. Yeah. Today, listeners... Right, Lucas, he's meant to get here at half five. Gets here at five. Yeah. I'm nude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Come down, I go, who's this? Who's this peeping at my door? I go, I'm nude and wet. I won't say what I was doing. <laughs> Showering, of course. <laughs> but <laughs> I come downstairs. Yeah. And there's Lucas. I'm like, what the devil are you doing here? Yeah. And then you say, you're going to love this. As a prank, I've forgotten my microphone. <laughs> yeah. I said, that's a hilarious prank. Come on <laughs> in and know me better, man. <laughs> it was a good one, that, wasn't it? I loved it. Nearly as good as making you buy an emergency passport for no reason. <laughs> I forgot my microphone. <laughs> we'll have a little compilation video of all the pranks I've pulled on Tom over the next 12 mm. months. I love them. But no, I forgot the microphone. I came straight from work. Do you know what, Tom the Cheeky Devil? I turned up and said, oh, you're not going to like this, Tom. I've forgotten my microphone. And he turned to me and he said, but you haven't forgotten to eat, have you? And do you know what? I've missed my meal because I came straight here and wanted to be on time for the five o'clock we agreed. Mm. It's been a great start. The jury's out. 
Who knows who was right? Who kn- There's no way of going back into our chat history and checking. Hey, I only read the latest message. How about you? No. <laughs> I read all the messages. <laughs> so, Tom, what's up with you? You been at work today? What's up with you? How dare you? <laughs> yeah, I went to work. Um... It was all right, you know, same old, same old. Yeah. How about you? Look like you look like you've got a story you're hankering to tell. Oh, I've got a couple of little mini stories, shall we say? Okay. Well, Martina told me that she'd bought me something, hmm. right? and it's not my birthday. It's not a special occasion, not an anniversary or anything. <clears throat> but uh, she said I've bought you something. Maybe it was uh, a wedding present. No, it was a wedding present for our wedding. Oh, yeah. So something arrives in the post, and it's some uh, AirPods, mm. right? Mm. And before I've thought, you know, it's just they're just headphones, aren't they? But without the wire, but thought, what a lovely gift. But I don't know about you. Don't know if you know this about me, but I have trouble listening and hearing things, especially when there's other things going on. You know, like noise in the street. I can't hear you if you're on the phone. I have to put it on loudspeaker to hear somebody on the phone talking to me. Mm. But these AirPods, they have noise-cancelling technology, right? And I thought it'd just, like, muffle stuff out or do, like, white noise in my ear. But it's like magic. Have you got AirPods that do that? What a lovely endorsement at the beginning of the episode. What? Listeners, this one is sponsored by Apple AirPods. <laughs> hey, they need the support. Yeah, to be honest, I've had them for two years and I swear by them. Because now you don't have to have your phone out while you're having a ph- phone call. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can walk around uh, supermarkets with people thinking you're insane. Do you understand me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, especially you having long hair mm. to disguise the AirPods in your ears. Mm. People, people don't know. They just think you, you're nattering to yourself like a madman. <coughs> yeah. <laughs> And now I was doing tuition today and uh, had a very bleak moment of reality with the students. A bleak moment of reality. A bleak moment of reality with the students. Please, Kirkby boy, tell us more. <laughs> a bleak moment of reality, right? So I like to play, if I'm with a group for the first time, a little game where what you do is on separate pieces of paper, you write a fact about yourself that you don't think anyone else knows about you. Then you fold it up, and then we put them all in a, a box, we mix them up, and then I read them out, and you have to try and guess whose fact it is. Right? Tell me more. You get to learn about people, right? And so my two facts was one of them uh, was my granddad used to live on a submarine. What's that got to do with you? Because it's true. That's a, gra- that's a fact about your granddad. Hey, but my granddad's part of my family. Right, go on, continue. Ooh. And then my second fact was that somebody once came to my birthday party dressed as a calculator, right? Sorry. They're all right facts, aren't they? They're all right. They're all right. The kids are doing facts like uh, what they had for tea last night. And, <laughs> That's good. And uh, what they watch on telly and stuff like that, right? And so I come out with the one someone dressed as a calculator. They went, oh, it's got to be you, hasn't it? They go, that's an older person fact. It's like, what do you mean? Right. And he turns round and he goes, well, kids these days, they don't have any experiences. We just sit on our phones all day, not going out into the world doing things. I was like, how bleak. I was like, well, that's your decision. Get out there. Taste the world. 
<laughs> Get on Aladdin's magic carpet and have a look at Persia for a bit. How old are these kids? Nah, 16. No experiences at 16. Come on. He's sat on his phone. Well, tell us about something you've seen on your phone. Yeah, come on. <laughs> TikTok's an experience. Any beheadings? The amount of beheadings I'd seen on a phone yeah. by the time I was 18. I know. I saw a bloody cow being cut open. I remember seeing a bloody... Someone having a bit of fun with a snake. That was a video I never wanted to see that went round Facebook at one time. I didn't see no snake video. Bloody hell. The things you'd see on the internet. And also, one of your facts was about your granddad. These kids not got families? I know, exactly. Haven't you got a granddad, kids? No, actually, he's dead. Oh, right, anyway, back to maths. (laughs) What about the cosine rule, then? Mm. I know, so if there are any youngsters listening, press pause on the podcast now and go out and experience life. Go skydiving, mountain climbing, (sighs) bull riding. What else? Power gliding. Keep going. Cha-cha sliding. Lovely. Do what you want. I had a thought about uh, the cha-cha slide the other day. Oh, I do always. Thanks for bringing it up. My thought was, right. Oh, I. Cha-cha slide, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking, it's one of these instructional dance songs. Yeah. Where within the song, it teaches you to do the cha-cha slide. Yeah. Slide to the left. Slide S- to the right. Crisscross. Crisscross. Everybody clap your hands. Exactly. Yeah. But this dance that we've just learned, yeah. and now we've all memorised... Are we to do it only when we listen to the cha-cha slide, or yeah. should we be doing it during other other like dances? Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because otherwise, it's like a bit, you know, a bit limited, isn't it? Why have I yeah. learnt that if I can only use it for that one song that I never listened to? Yeah, yeah. But then I suppose if you're in a ballroom and they stick a waltz on and you're doing crisscross on your own in the corner, it's not appropriate, is it? Whereas people are doing the macarena and you're. <laughs> You cha-charring real smooth. Do you know what I mean? What other songs are there where people, you learn a dance? Superman. <laughs> Comb your hair. <laughs> beat your horn. Sneeze. There's that. There's Hokey Cokey, they tell you what to do. Yeah. Uh, Macarena doesn't tell you what to do, does it? You just have to learn it. Mm. The conga, I suppose. You get told to move around in a conga. Gangnam style? No, no. There's no way of knowing. What? <laughs> How would we know? We don't speak Korean. Gangnam style, what are they, what are they asking in that? I don't know. Mm. <clears throat> don't know. Oh, yeah, well, sometimes I do songs like that with kids if I'm doing, like, uh, a little kids show or something. There's the Sausage Factory, which is a fun kids song to do. And there's uh, the penguin dance. <clears throat> you're a little penguin and you start flapping your arms and then you, your legs and then you nod your beak. It's good fun. I did it at someone's wedding. It's funny hearing about how you indoctrinate children. <laughs> and yeah. Get, and get them to open up to you. It's nice. Um, how, so they, they were 11, 13. What now? The kids... The maths kids. The maths kids. They were about 16, these kids. But I teach high school age. 16. They've never had... They've never had a life experience. No. Ask me a fact about myself. All right, Tom, what's a fact about yourself? Um, 
Uh, oh, God. <laughs> well, the thing is hard for me, because all I do is just look at my phone. Well, exactly. <laughs> so you'd have to write something like you'd had your tea or what your favourite colour was. Like, one of them Ooh, was I like... Want, I once bit the skin off a retired man's head on holiday in Spain. That is fantastic. What a great thing to read And that out. happened to me when I was eight years or eight or nine years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Well, one of these kids, was their fact was, I like pasta. Then another one turned around and went, that could be any of us. <laughs> oh, it's creeping me out. The pasta like could be in the room right now. It could be you. <laughs> it could be you. It's like a Darren Brown thing, that, isn't it? You know, he's like, oh, I, I've sent you all a, a really personalised message. I think, bloody hell. I like pasta. He's right. <laughs> and then it's revealed it's the same letter to everyone. You all like pasta, num nuts. Thank you, Darren Brown. I do like pasta. <laughs> Cheers, Desa. Now, Tom, unless you have any more breaking <clears throat> news for me. Do I have a story to tell? I don't know. I think you do abstractly. In general, you have a story to tell. But whether it is this week, I don't know. I last saw Lucas on Friday night, is that fair to say? I think that's fair to say. I let you roll out the car. Yeah. You rolled into yours. Yeah. And I allowed you a nice, relaxing 30-minute drive home. Oh, you did, didn't you? I bet you did it in 25. Yeah, probably, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Bit of time to yourself. Yeah. Decompress. Yeah. Before you're back into the house. On a good day without traffic, I can get to yours in 20. Oh! <laughs> Imagine the speed he's going at that. <laughs> no! How was uh, the journey of me being a pilot on the way to a Birmingham? Do you know what? Can I say it was exemplary? <laughs> I felt safe. I felt included. I felt wanted in the car. Mm. It was very, very good. I felt like you stopped at the right times. You're a very good conversationalist. Thank you. What an experience. Five out of five, I'd give him. Five out of five. And you were an interesting passenger. Yeah. Sat there in the dark playing Candy Crush Saga. I couldn't wish to have anything better. Hang on a minute. First of all, at one point I did do a Sudoku, and it was a tricky one that did take me an hour. <laughs> But, listeners, it was four and a half hours each way. Imagine this. Man's got a phone shining in his face for an hour in silence, occasionally singing along to a song in an annoying voice. (laughs) Finishes it, turns to me and goes, All right. (laughs) Yeah. I'm fine, car goblin. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you wouldn't have gone with anyone else, would you? The baker? The baker! <laughs> yeah, all right, fair enough, the baker. Right, I suppose you've got something uh, you want to get off your chest. Oh, have I? It's only a chapter 69, what's it called? Chapter 12 rundown? Lovely, let's hear it. <laughs> it's chapter 12 of the Goblet of Fire, the Tri-Wizard Tournaments. They arrive at the castle and who's there but Peeves? <laughs> He's getting everyone with water balloons. I've got a surprise for you. Have you? Yeah. Right, carry it. Oh, my God. You're going to get me with a water balloon. 
Oh, so uh, he's getting everyone with water balloons. Everybody's soaked. I'm worried now. And McGonagall's like, Peeves, what are you doing? And she sends him away. Anyway, they go inside the Triwizard. Oh, bloody hell, spoiler. They go inside the Great Hall and everybody gets sorted. The sorting out, sorting them out. He's got a new song. He puts Colin Creevy's brother into Gryffindor. Dennis, you're in Gryffindor. Fred and George are hissing 11-year-old children. It's brilliant. We have a great time. And then Dumbledore drops the bombshell. There's no Quidditch this year because it's the Triwizard Tournament. It hasn't happened for hundreds of years, but bloody hell, we've got two schools coming round. It's a big tournament. There's going to be a champion from Hogwarts. You have to be 17 or over, but it's going to be great. Are you hurrying me along? No, I was like, you have to be 17 or over. Yeah. Them's the rules is what I was doing. Them's the rules. Nothing can go against it. Good night. Tatty bye-bye. The Tri-Wizard Tournament. The Tri-Wizard Tournament. This episode starts off uh, with Peeves throwing water bombs. And as I read it, I was like, oh my God. I thought of the best thing. What? So you love doing the Peas impression, don't yeah. you? So I've decided, every time you do the Peas impression, yeah. I'm going to say the C word. Hey, what? <laughs> so it's a fantastic compromise. No! You, you hate hearing the C word, I hate hearing the Peas impression. <laughs> oh, don't so, like this. if you do it, I'll say the C word. Oh, well, Tom... <laughs> I know I've already done a Peeves impression, yeah. but will you grant me that I didn't know this rule that you'd set up beforehand? Absolutely. So you, well, no, you're not going to pull one out already, are you? But now you know, don't you? Now I know. Oh, <laughs> listeners, the restraints I'm going to use in the next ten minutes talking about Peeves and I can't do me Peeves laugh. <laughs> Without knowing what he's going to say next. Isn't that nice? Oh, and do you know what? He's holding all the aces because he edits the damn thing. So it's not even as if I can cut it out. He's got he's got me trumped here. Right, all right then. The thing is, listeners, if you ever, if you ever start your own Pottervision podcast, the important thing to remember... <laughs> your own Pottervision podcast. The, only, the important thing to remember <laughs> is... It's all about compromise. You've got to compromise. So, uh, excuse me. <laughs> We've had the C-bomb about three times an episode for the past <laughs> ten weeks. This is the first time I've mentioned Peeves this year. We have not. It started about two weeks ago when you said, one slipped through the other day. <laughs> <laughs> and then we left him. No, I don't think, I think there's only been one. Yeah, but live, in the in the discussions... In the live show, it was said, and did it... Was it received with rapturous applause? For the first time no. in history... Second. Oh, I'm proud of it twice. <laughs> People laughed at it, didn't they? They loved it. <laughs> it's listeners. safe to say, listeners, they were lapping it up like little doggies. They were loving it. But... They still, we have works both ways. So if I hear a sea bomb uttered from your lips, <laughs> throw at that. I'll be coming right at you with peeves. And I'll say it again. No, that's not how it works. <laughs> hey, that'd be horrible, like a big loop of sea bomb and peeves. Uh, so honestly, there's, I think there's two types of people. There's either people who 
hate peeves or there's people who hate the sea bomb yeah. one or the other there's no in between yeah 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 i mean some people actually call peeves the sea bomb that's the nickname for him <laughs> he's gonna be sick <laughs> so they enter the castle and they're hit by a water balloon and who could it be but peeves and that's all I've got to say. <laughs> it was Beeves, the Pottergeist. <clears throat> but I will comment on this. Huh? It's not an effective huh? prank to waterbomb people when they're already wet. Because people don't care. If they're already soaked, a bit of water bomb. It's not good, is it? He needs to be water-bombing them when they're dry. I know what you're saying. He needs to be water-bombing them with balloons filled with urine. With urine! <laughs> exactly. That's what we need. No, but you know what I mean? If somebody's sopping, you're not bothered if you get wet more. It's like when you, you, know, when you go on a, a water ride at Alton Towers. You're not bothered about going on another one because you're already soaked. Mm. Just keep going. So, come on, peeves. Wait till they're dry. Yeah. And then pelt them. Peevesy throwing water bombs got me thinking about a tail. I tell you what, everyone's gone through a water bomb phase, surely. Yeah, surely. You've gone through a water bomb phase. There was a time me and my sister, uh, Alice, were in Spain and we were <laughs> throwing water bombs at cars from like. from like the second. I suppose, yeah, like, like the second floor of a building. You cheeky little yobs. And we were doing it in the dark. <laughs> And we threw one at a car, and it hit the wing mirror. Yeah. And the wing mirror came off. <laughs> and we, at absolute fear, we turned the lights off and lay flat on the floor. <laughs> I don't know what the laying on the floor was doing on the tile, but we were that terrified. <laughs> we thought someone was going to come running up immediately. <laughs> Kill us essentially, as if someone's going to identify from which window the uh, the water bomb came from. You never know. You never know. Well, Alad, my brother-in-law, threw a water bomb at my mother the other month, and he's in his thirties. So maybe he's in his water bomb stage. You're very late. Told me through it. So he wakes up Saturday morning. Phil, yeah. Phil's one walks round to your mum's, <laughs> knocks on the door. <laughs> she answers. Yeah. Pelzer. Not quite. Tell me more. We're at a birthday party in the garden. <laughs> and uh, Alad goes to the toilet, but he's sneakily filling up a water balloon and he drops it from a second floor window onto me. Uh, well, it actually didn't land on me, Mum. It just landed in front of her. But it gave her a bloody fright. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Gave her a right shock, if you don't mind me saying. That's exciting, isn't it? Very. <laughs> you thrilled? <laughs> Have you ever thrown a water bomb at anyone? I must have done. Must have done. I can't think of an exact moment in time. Have you ever squirted a water pistol at anyone? Yes, I've done it from stage many a time. Squirted people. Um, I have a weird memory of my nan's best friend, who was called Doreen. She had grandkids, and they used to stay in a caravan. And uh, I remember us having a water fight with them once in the caravan park. But I must have been about four or five. That's an, an early memory for me, that. Unusual. What? What a lovely memory. <laughs> How about you, Tom? Have you ever squirted anyone with a water pistol or bombed anyone with water? <sighs> Bit of a personal question. The return of Colin <laughs> Creevy. He's back. We didn't see him last year, did we? I know. 
we've had a while off. Yeah, and yeah, you yeah. think he might have chilled out a bit, but he's not. He's not. He's not chilled out. He's no. um He's as annoying as ever. Yeah. But to be fair, he's nothing by the sounds of it compared to his little bro Dennis. Yeah. Dennis seems as mad as he is. Falling into lakes, loving it, shouting about. Mm. He's having a whale of a time. Harry, in this chapter, is back to his rude little self. Uh He has not seen Nearly Headless Nick for three months, and Nick is welcoming them into Hogwarts again, right? And all he says is, good evening to Harry. He goes, good evening, beaming. Harry says... Says who? Hope they hurry up with the sorting. I'm starving. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> I'm a 400-year-old man saying good evening. Just say good evening, Nick, and then get on with your day. Says who? <laughs> Says who? I quite like that. Do you? Bloody yeah. hell. From now on, you message me. I'm outside. Says who? <laughs> <laughs> what a thing to respond. Like, imagine Says who? Saying that to your elders. Good morning. Says who? <laughs> Please, welcome to the stage, the Port Vision Boys. Says who? <laughs> <laughs> Lads, it's your night. <laughs> Imagine starting a gig like that. Says who? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, and he's so... I think he's really horrible to Colin as well. Mm. He like doesn't even want to spare him a second of his time. Harry, come on, you've not seen him all bloody year. It's been two years since you've had to deal with him. Just say, yeah, all right, Colin. I think the best way to handle uh, needy people like Colin is to just, like, throw the questions back at them. Yeah, yeah. Because Harry is constantly, like, you know, Colin's coming up to him going, like, oh, Harry, what's it like? You know, can I do this? Can I do that? Yeah. Just don't give him a chance and instantly dart back with, what did you do over the summer, Connor? What's it called? Colin. Col- <laughs> what, did, what did you do over the summer, Colin? Yeah. Uh, who's harder, you or your brother? Um, has your mum ever been unfaithful? Yeah. <laughs> has your mum ever been unfaithful? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you've got to beat them at their own game, haven't you? <laughs> yeah. Because for me, I'd rather be asking questions than answering them. Oh, for boxing, oh, and yeah. we are still hearing about how unattractive Severus Snape is. Oh, my God. He has sallow skin, a crooked nose, and as if by Stockholm Syndrome, she's beginning to win me round the author. Yeah. By, yeah, why not constantly point out what you don't like about people? Yeah. Children do it. Maybe not what yeah. they don't like, but what you know is children are constantly saying to people... Uh, not saying to people, if a child notices that someone looks unusual, they will make, make a point of it. Oh, yeah, they'll tell you. <laughs> like, look at that. Like, yeah. You're right, son. <laughs> like, Harry, this is a love. You're seeing everyone again for the first time. Like, he's there going, oh, sallow faced, hook nose, greasy haired, potions master snip. Just enjoy your dinner. <laughs> everyone else is like, oh, how did you get on over the summer holidays? And how is she staring at the top table like? <laughs> Ugly git. <laughs> yeah, my family are good too, thanks, Harry. <laughs> giving the evils to Professor Snape. 
Harry, you've not touched your uh, beef wellington. Shut up. Look at that. Up there. <laughs> Look at that, what? <laughs> what did you say? I didn't say anything. Uh, all right, then. <clears throat> Another line that made me laugh. Uh, they're on about the defence against the dark arts teacher. And J.K. Rowling goes, they had never yet had a defence against the dark arts teacher who had lasted more than three terms. Or a year, as everyone else would say it. Oh, so how long have you worked at this school? Fifteen terms. <laughs> Five years, then. Yeah. <laughs> Just say a year. That's like when, uh, I don't know, I remember being a child asking my own, my own mother my age. Yeah. And her saying, replying in months. Yeah. Mummy, you're killing me. Come on. Why are we still counting in months? We're in Britain. Give it me in years. Yeah. Don't this metric shit of months. <laughs> Tell me I'm old I am. I'm 444 months. That's right. I'm 38. <laughs> <laughs> and we're sure the maths is correct. It could be, actually. Let's find out. Yeah. Well, we can do it. 38 times 12 is 416. Is that right? 38 times 12 is 456. And I said, what, 444? It's not bloody bad, is it? It's the new Rain Man. I'm semi-Rain Man. I used to get Rain Man mixed up with Ray Man. The video game. And when everyone was talking about Rain Man being good at maths, I was like, I don't remember that in the game. He just used to punch people with a fist that wasn't attached to him. Toss his hands about. Yeah. (laughs) I don't remember that. It's Rain Man, he's clever! But even though this isn't a video game podcast, you can't help but remember that Rain Man 2 was an excellent game. Was it? I've never tried Rain Man 2. No, Rain Man. Rain Man 2. <laughs> I've never tried Rain Man 2. Or maybe it was Rain Man 1. Either way, it was a great laugh. Oh yeah, I bet you could download it on Steam or something for free now, couldn't you? I wouldn't know anything about that. <laughs> the Sorting Hat has got a lovely new song. And I'll tell you what, it's not getting the golden buzzer from me. No. (laughs) You didn't enjoy it? Give us a few bars. All right. Now, each of these four founders formed their own house for each. Did Great start to a song, innit? Now, each of these four founders did found this house that... Terrible. I know. Have one song. It's like these comedians that write a new set every time they go up. Yeah. Hone your craft. <laughs> right, one set and make it better. Make last year's song better. Like, you need a chorus. People always go to us, oh, what do you do? do you go, what do you do when you go up there? Is it an improvised Harry Potter show? No, no. I'd be bad. We've written it. <laughs> We've, <laughs> We've practised it. We've it. We've practised it. We've learnt it. And we're going to do it. And we're going to do it. Yeah. There are improvised elements, but mm. 99% of it is... What we've written mm. and we know works. Sometimes and we'll we say, change it. We've got the word "bussy" in there at the moment, <laughs> and it changes daily. Sometimes <laughs> it's fun. It keeps you on your toes. Yeah. <clears throat> we've gone over this before, but is there really? You know, like you know, like people say, "Oh, star signs." Is there really just twelve different types of people? Yeah, yeah. Really, just four different types of people. I know. Would it not be better to? Mix all these kids up. Do you know what I mean? We were saying that, weren't we? You need to be able to get on with people who have different opinions to you and different yeah. traits to you. 
Then I was thinking as well, like... <clears throat> and also, sorry, Hufflepuff went from all the rest to hard-working. I know. <laughs> they're hard-working this year. But, like, if it's based on personality, there are going to be some years when it's not evenly split amongst the houses. Like, if you have a year where everybody's hard-working and nice, you're going to have, like, a massive skew of Hufflepuffs, aren't you? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Or, like... You know, like, if Voldemort comes back into popularity, there's going to be more Death Eaters, there's going to be more evil little kids, so surely there's going to be more people in Slytherin every year in Hogwarts. Well, you'd like to think that as people, uh, as time goes on, people get better, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, there's less bigoted people. You'd hope so, but... You'd hope so, but like, maybe there'd be a period where, like, you mm-hmm. know... Numbers are good at the minute for Slytherin, aren't like they? eight people in Slytherin. Yeah. Oh, don't mind that. That common room to yourself. Them green leather couches. Oh, lovely. Stretching out across the tiles. That would be nice, wouldn't it? <laughs> oh, just rest <laughs> my head on this cold flagstone. <laughs> lovely. I'll do my homework over here. <laughs> Very nice. Like, and as well, they say he writes a new song every year, right? For me, this is so basic for a thousandth song about the sorting ceremony. (laughs) Like, if someone said to me, write ten songs about the sorting ceremony, by the time I'd done two or three, the next ones would be mental. (laughs) Like, I'd be like, I've already talked about that. I'm I'm just going to talk about, like, what food they'd eat. (laughs) Hufflepuss like gravy. Do you know what I mean? I'd have to, like, do mad stuff. Like, if he's doing his thousandth song and he's still going... Gryffindor are brave. Come on, change up the lyrics a bit. <laughs> I think he's maybe he's making like tiny little differences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hope he's changing up the tune. Dumbledore, did you hear the way I inflected Gryffindor before? It was good. <laughs> it was good. Like, I don't know how long this can carry on, like, but I'd love to see the moment where Dumbledore has to tell the sorting hat, look, we've we've cut the song this year. Um it's just got a bit stale after a thousand years. You're not changing it up. It's all done to the tune of green sleeves every year. <laughs> You're not modernising it. Come on, it's the 90s. We want like a pop pop ballad. And also, I know you've refused for the past century, but we need to give you a wash. <laughs> you honk. Come you, on. You honking boy. <laughs> You're giving everyone nits. How many pot noodles do you have in a day, lad? Oh, morning, pot noodle, noon, and morning that. noon and that, is it, lad? <laughs> <laughs> oh, sticky rib bugger. Sticky rib bugger? <laughs> Harry, he glances around the room and he sees Cho Chang. Hey! And he gets the desire to stand up and go sit with the Ravenclaws. Good job he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Hello! <laughs> Middle of the sorting ceremony. <laughs> Hello! <laughs> uh, you okay? Yes, yes! Mind if I sit with you? Oh, actually, we just we need all the spaces because we don't know who is going to come over. Oh. Well, I'll sit here <laughs> anyway, and then if you do get filled up, I'll move back. Have we met before? <laughs> Let's play Quidditch against you. That was nice. <laughs> Did I beat you? Yes, yeah, soundly. <laughs> Look at it go. <laughs> Look at it go. Anyway, <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, so, oh, yeah, and he has a dream about her later, doesn't he? 
which I didn't like what that was implying. There's a lot of uh, things going on in this chapter alone, mm. all about maturity. Yeah. Right. Or is, no, maybe the next chapter, actually. Oh, yeah. it might be, yeah. Yes, the next chapter. Yeah. We've done a bit of prep. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're ahead of the game. <clears throat> No, I might as well just say it now. Yeah. In this chapter, um, we hear about Harry's now got the eye for a girl, don't Ooh. we? Yeah? He's got the hots for her. The desire to be older, wanting to be able to enter the Triwizard Tournament. He's yeah. dreaming about her with a big grin on his face. <laughs> and what is the line that he says that made me uh, double take? <laughs> Harry grinned into his pillow, exceptionally glad that Ron couldn't see what he could. Oh. Don't want to hear about that. <laughs> <laughs> hell. I'm glad they finished the dream there. Honestly, I was like, don't want to hear about this, Harry. It did sound cosy, that uh, bedroom, though, didn't it? Oh, yeah. Harry, someone had uh, some, some, I don't know. An elf. An elf had put up a brass pan... In the bed to heat it up. How lovely is that? Right. And also, the rain is gushing down onto the window while you're warm. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's heaven. It it's made me heaven. want to <clears throat> run out into the rain when I read it with a radiator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Under a duvet. <laughs> run out into the rain with an electric heater. <laughs> it's what I wanted to do. It's what I wanted to do. Arrest me. If you don't want me to do that, arrest me. <laughs> Now, Dumbledore, the sorting ceremony finishes. Well, actually, I just wanted to say, I felt really nice reading about the sorting ceremony because we've not had it since book one. It felt yeah. like a bit like nice and familiar because we've missed it the past two years. And it's funny, maybe this is the second or the first, the second, the third or the second time Ron sat through it. I forget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's so bored throughout the whole thing. I know. Oh, I'm hungry. Don't care. Hungry. I know. And then. They're all giving no respect to nearly headless Nick. Going like, he's sat there going, oh, hope we get a good batch of first years this year. Yeah. And they're all like, shut up. In a way, I was like, do you know what? I think it's about time this school had an exorcism. <laughs> get rid of the ghosts. A good old-fashioned clear-out of yeah, all yeah. fucking ghosts, right? 100%. They need to send Derek Akora in there and to kind of <laughs> ease some... <laughs> ease some irks. <laughs> <laughs> so the sorting ceremony finishes. Dumbledore says, "Tuck in." Yeah, and I didn't know what he was referring to. The food, tuck in. Oh, I don't know if he meant like each other's genitals. Uh, <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> he says, "Tuck in," and then the strangest thing for two little boys to shout at the same time: "Here, here!" Who, who shouted that? Ron and Harry. When Dumbledore says, "Tuck in." <laughs> they, on their own, shout, Hear, hear! Not rehearsed. Not rehearsed at all. Instinctively. God. Speaking as if they're in a medieval town. I'd never give a hear, hear out. No, I wouldn't. I won't give a hip, hip out after I have a birthday. No, I won't. No hip, hip, no hear, hear, no hoo, hoo. <laughs> yeah, I, I just think these lads are a bit too comfortable at Hogwarts. <laughs> like, they're being horrible to Nick. At one point, Nick goes, Oh, I prefer the sorting ceremony to the feast. And then Ron goes, of course you would, you're dead. Oh. And he's like, bloody, you lads. <laughs> you're going home. Come back when you've got some manners. <laughs> it bloody annoyed me. 
But Hermione is outraged at the fact that elves are working in Hogwarts. It's revealed. And I'm a bit outraged as well, because for me, it is against Dumbledore's values, or what they appear to be anyway. Do you not think? Why is Dumbledore letting that happen? An oversight, maybe? Not thinking about it. Um, No. Stuck in his old ways. I don't reckon he even knows they're there. Mm. I think he just thinks he has a magic... Hot pot in his bed every night. Well, he's dealt with a lot of elves. Are the elves? Elves, yeah. And a lot of them seem happy to be working there. Yeah, yeah, and I'm yeah. I'm guessing at Hogwarts, no one's slapping them about. No, I hope not. See, we don't know about, like, head cookie or something, do we? Head cookie? Yeah, you know, like a head chef or someone in charge of the kitchens. And why would you want your food cooked by elves? <laughs> they are dirty. I know, exactly, like... I wouldn't go to Frankie and Benny's if I knew the chefs wore pillowcases. Would you? Oh, no. Yeah. Here's your meal. Is Frankie... By the way, the chef wears old manky socks. Is Frankie and... Frankie and Benny still open? Yeah. What, tonight? Well, I had a uh, experience. You know the Harvester Salad Bar? Oh, I know it very well. You know, potatoes. <laughs> Cheese. Cheese. Croutons. Onion, uh, crispy on fried onions. Salad. Salad. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, what? Tell us about your experience. Well, it was empty. I was waiting for it to be replenished. Yeah, yeah. And uh, a goblin filled it up and it really put me off. I was like... <laughs> <laughs> An actual goblin. We hope you're enjoying the benefit of the video podcast. I, I told I told Lucas I was at this thing and I said there's a goblin there. <laughs> and someone asked, has anyone been on uh, has anyone been on telly this year? And this goblin went. <laughs> <laughs> For Tom, a goblin is anyone. A goblin's a, a scruffy bloke. A scruffy bloke. <laughs> a scruffy bloke, usually with a beard, maybe a bit short. A, a, a coat that you know stinks. <laughs> What is it about a smelly coat that I can spot a smelly coat? Oh, you can just see it, can't you? That's a smelly coat. Yeah. And you can spot a smelly pair of jeans, can't you? Oh, ah, you can spot a smelly pair of jeans, you're right. <laughs> oh, aye. Oh, ah, smelly pair of jeans, back in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's... I don't know. And Hermione... Well, Ron suddenly sounds like Hagrid when he's eating... There's a bit where he says, come on, Hermione. <laughs> Why are you talking like that? It's literally spelt like that. Hermione. Come on, Hermione. Hermione. Mental that, isn't it? But, yeah, she's not eating because she's protesting. She's annoyed. And it's hard to convince somebody to eat when they're, they're angry. I remember, I don't know if I told you this story, but I was in a Toby Carvery once, right? And the queuing system was not clear. Right, and a woman thought she was clearly at the front of the queue, but then the person at the carvery served someone else mm. first, and this woman got really annoyed, right? And so when she gets to the front of the carvery queue, she goes, I was first, actually, right, annoyed, right? And the person at the carvery went, well, don't worry, you'll have your dinner now, won't you? Like this, right? She got really annoyed, right? So anyway, she gets all the food like this. And the person at the carvery goes, enjoy. And the woman goes, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> and then Storm's up in a mood. Determined not to enjoy a meal. I won't. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Putting it, I'm not going to enjoy this. You've had it yet. 
<laughs> I won't. It's a lovely story. Yeah. Don't know about you, I think it's a crazy decision that the Quidditch Cup has been cancelled because of the Triwizard Tournament. Guys, it's six matches a year. It's literally one and a half term. You can't put yeah. that on as well. You haven't got the space? You haven't got the space to do that. Well, I think it's mental they're introducing the Triwizard Tournament at all, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think not like I think we need a breather from the events of the past three years. I know. <laughs> yeah. Voldemort's been in the castle twice, and last year, to everyone else's knowledge, yeah. the prisoner of Azkaban was in the Honestly. Castle. Like an airborne virus <laughs> has stopped two sports days in a row for every school in the country. <laughs> the shit that's gone on at Hogwarts. <laughs> Petrifying, Voldemort in the basement, Sirius Black, Dementors sucking the souls out of children. I, th- I think they're using it as a bit of spin. Right, we need to get everyone's mind off that. Try with the tournament. Oh, it's been away for hundreds of years. <laughs> let's bring the bugger back. Let's bring the buggers back. <laughs> <laughs> we need to bring it back. But yeah, no need to cancel the Quidditch Cup. It's like somebody going, you know, at assembly. Well, I'm afraid this year's county schools football league won't be taking place this year. Why not, sir? I'm organising a fun run. (laughs) Can't take place at the same time. No, no. I'm going to be too busy getting everybody signed up and sponsored. (laughs) You've got so many members of staff. And also the ministry are organising it. Yeah. You've got Barty Crouch turning up. You've got Charlie turning up with the dragons. Like The teachers have nothing to do with it. All they're saying (laughs) is, use that field. But that's teachers all over, isn't it? Oh, it is. Lazy, 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 lazy. Teachers are lazy. They're lazy. What do teachers like? Having a brew. Having a brew. What do they like using last year's lesson plans? <laughs> they like... Using each other's PowerPoints. They like cancelling school trips. Yeah, yeah, under, yeah. Under the illusion that the class had been naughty. But, <laughs> but the class hadn't been naughty. No. It was a Catholic primary school, wasn't it? No. Everyone you... had been very nice in comparison to other schools. Yeah. But... Teachers, sorry, teachers. Teachers are mental, and I can say this because my sister is a teacher. <laughs> what I'm imagining you're thinking of a very specific trip that you missed out on. That has happened several times to me. A teacher has cancelled all the trips over a period of two years. Two different yeah. teachers under the guise of we have been naughty. Oh, I don't like that. Tie me down. Put a gun to the back of my head. <laughs> And blow my brains out because if I can't go on a school trip, or I can't go swimming. They cancelled swimming. Oh come on! Don't cancel swimming. Uh, we didn't do PE for yeah. the entire year yeah. because our teacher said we were naughty. PE's a lesson. That is mad. Is that in Spain or in, <laughs> in the UK? Eng- England. PE's a lesson. Right, we're not doing maths. You've been naughty. <laughs> I'll keep being naughty, miss. If this is the situation, I'll keep being naughty. But yeah. hell. That sounds crazy at your school. <laughs> so, uh, Mad-Eye Moody comes uh, tum- oh, yeah. tumbling in, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Hermione, obviously been spending too much time with Harry, is <laughs> aghast at his melting face. <gasps> <laughs> She's almost Imagine. sick. <laughs> Imagine walking into a room and you see a kid turn to you and go... <gasps> 
Excuse me. I'm self-conscious about this. But moody, man after my own heart, fashionably late. Yeah. Straight over to the sausages. Oh, he's brought his own knife to eat them with. <laughs> what a legend. We have heard some insulting <laughs> summaries of appearance from Harry over the past four books. Okay. We've had dumpy witches. We've had flyaway hair. We've had sallow skin. This has got to be the most damning description of a face I've ever heard from Harry Potter. A face unlike any Harry had ever seen. It looked like it was carved out of weathered wood by someone who had only the vaguest idea (laughs) of what human faces were supposed to look like. Christ! The Simon Cowell of looks. <laughs> what a review. He should do reviews, Harry, I reckon. He'd be good like a critic, you know, having a, having a go at things. <laughs> He's so yeah. judgmental. That's... that's... <laughs> Imagine saying that to somebody. You've, oh, your face looks like it was carved out of what wood? <laughs> carved out of weathered wood. Do you know what? By someone who only has the vaguest <laughs> idea of what a face looks like. And who's this? Who doesn't know what a face looks like? An alien. <laughs> an alien, an alien, more some other creatures. Oh my god! That's what you look like. And imagine the film getting the auditions for that. So uh, we need someone with a disgusting face. Does anyone want to sign up? <laughs> Come on, Dominic. <laughs> Put your What's hand his up. name, Dominic? I don't know. Don't know. Oh, Gleason. Oh yeah, it is Dominic Gleason. I think. Is it Dominic Gleason? Oh, poor sod. No one ever corrects us, you know, for the amount of errors that me and you get yeah. on this pod. Yeah. But people barely ever message in to yeah. say, lads, <laughs> you're wrong. Yeah. Do you know what? Thank you for that. Thank you for putting up with our errors. We're very grateful. <laughs> <laughs> the only two people to applaud this man who's eating sausages and drinking from a hip flask are Dumbledore and Hagrid. Of course it's Hagrid. Bloody hell, it's one of me. He can put away sausages like the best of us. Me. He puts away sausages, he drinks from a hip flask. It's me brother. It's me brother. (laughs) I love you. Um, It's funny to bring to whip out a hip flask in front of children, isn't it? It's mental, isn't it? Disguise it as a bottle of LucasAid. First impression of me, I'm a drinker. (laughs) Glug, glug. But then he's... He's not going to look out of place on that top table. Hagrid drinking deeply from a goblet. McGonagall will be getting pissed. I'm imagining Dumbledore's got a vape. He's that kind of guy. You know what I mean? What do you think, guys? You think, <laughs> you think Dumbledore's got a vape? You think Dumbledore's got a vape? What do you reckon? Let us know. Yeah, Harry, I was thinking I would take part in the Triwizard Tournament. Would you? And it I, sounds like a bit of fun, doesn't it? And I don't think this is hubristic of me to say so, but I think I would win. I think you would as well. I think I'd win every tournament. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Yeah, like I think you're right. Uh, yeah, I agree. I think you would win. Would you take part? Yeah, but only why most kids take part in anything, because you think you'll get time out of lessons. I'm thinking this Triwizard Tournament's going to get me so many lessons off. Because I'm going to be busy recovering or taking part. It's going to be great. Mm. Mm. 
I'd be up for it. Sounds a bit of fun as well. Harry really loves the attention, doesn't he? Yeah. He, he pretends he doesn't love the attention, but he really does because he's laying in bed having... He knows he's not allowed to enter this tournament. Yeah. Yeah, he's fantasising the glory of yeah. winning the tournament, yeah. having a little wet dream over the whole thing. Honestly. The one line I put about this was, I put, for once, this year might not be all about you. He's there, right? First year, he's saved everybody from Lord Voldemort. He's murdered a man by touching his face. Year two, he's destroyed a Horcrux. He's saved Ginny Weasley's life. Year three, he's saved Sirius Black from the Dementors and he's you know, freed a, uh, an innocent man. Harry, this year, don't have to be about you. You've heard that it's 17 plus. You are 14. Not for you this year. <laughs> Sit and let someone else have the limelight. But he's there dreaming. Oh, Joe Chang's going to love me when I win. Oh, what? Not only does he want the love of Cho Chang, he also wants the glory of winning a competition. It couldn't just be like, oh, maybe this year I'll go on a date with Joe Chang. Yeah. No, it's, no, I'm going to win the tournament. <laughs> I'm going to beat everyone at Bermstrang, whatever it's called. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to beat all the... Yeah. French lasses. Yeah. I'm gonna win. It's mad, isn't it? You know, I love you so much that I want to win the World Cup and you to be proud of me. <laughs> what? <laughs> Nothing to do with her. He just wants her to be impressed <sighs> with him. Do you know what? I fancy you and I just wish I could come Prime Minister so you'd have to go out with me. What? <laughs> Don't mean anything, Harry. What are you on about? Harry, she's not that fickle. Harry. Right. How many gasping little girls are you giving this chapter out of five? I enjoyed this chapter. We're back at the bloody sorting out. I've missed it. I've missed the ceremony. I've missed the grandeur of the occasion. I like Dennis Creamy. He's a funny little boy. I like Mad-Eye Moody. He looks like a mm. lot of fun. I'm enjoying it a lot. Uh, the Sorting Hat's new song, I agree with you. Doesn't feel like a hit to me. Uh, we'll wait for the charts next week. Uh, so I'm going to give it a solid four screaming girls, gasping girls out of five. Thank you kindly. For myself, this was a potent little chapter and it really caused up a stir. We had some reveals. We found out what uh, the Weasleys were hinting at. The Dry Wizard Tournament. Yeah. Finally, we got to feast our eyes on this Mad-Eye Moody. And he's a, he's a drinker. He's a sausage gobbler, if you don't mind me saying. <laughs> and I'm excited to see what else like, you know he's going to yeah. uh, reveal throughout the chapters. Harry... And Ron will be in their typical cells. Here, here, they say. Yeah. Insulting anyone who comes into their path. And Hermione is taking a turn for the worst, gasping at new teachers, who she normally respects. Yes, yes, yes. For this reason, I'm going to give this chapter five gasping Whoa. girls out of five. Wonderful. Right. Are you ready for the most tantalising segment Quiz. Quiz, 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 quiz,
Fred and George hiss at. Oh. Oh. Come back to me on that one. Okay. Question two. What treats did Ron offer Hermione? What treats did he offer Hermione? It was spotted dick. It was chocolate gatto. And it was treacle tart. Correct, sir. Question three. Yeah. How old is the Triwizard Tournament? 700 years old. Ah. Oh. You see, it was 700 years old from when the book is set, 1994. Oh, you are it, a bummer. It is. So today it is 727 years old. That is the... <laughs> you are awful. Go on, what's next? What is the prize money of the uh, Triwizard Tournament? A thousand galleons. Correct. And question one, what... Who did Fred and George hiss at? Uh, oh, it's something like Malcolm Malcolm Backley. Oh, it was Malcolm Baddock. Unfortunately, oh. sir, you have lost the quiz. Oh, quiz, 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 forward slash Pottervision. If you'd like to see us, we're going on tour. We're going to next be in Denby on the 12th of February and we're going to be in Leicester on the 16th of February. Please come and see us there. We're also going to be in Telford on the 25th of February. And we'd love to see you there. Otherwise, give us a five-star review on whatever platform you're listening to us on or just catch our website, pottervision.com. Talk to us, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're on the bloody lots. But otherwise, just thank you so much for listening. You're great. Tom. <laughs> You've been a naughty little boy, haven't you? You've just been a cunt. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> That's naughty. <laughs> Did he even say what the next one was? No, I didn't. You must have done. No. Next oh. week, it's episode 70, chapter 13 of The Goblet of Fire, Mad Eye Moody. <gasps> Thank you for listening to the Pottervision podcast. The music was performed by Jack Evans. If you'd like bonus content and to support the show, you can visit patreon.com forward slash Pottervision.